Okay, everybody, we have everyone's favorite guest this week, my husband, Russell Dickerson. We're going to chit-chat about what we've been up to lately since we last got to talk to y'all. We've been to Europe, played the Ryman, we have a tour coming up with Tim McGraw, all kinds of things, uh, what God's been teaching us. So I hope y'all enjoy this episode. Let's get to my husband. Hi, honey. Good morning. Happy coffee. Actually, I could use a refill if you want to. I got you. People always ask us about this coffee maker. It was a gift, but we do. Oh, are you pouring it for the microphone? Somewhere. That doesn't sound like coffee. Somewhere someone now has to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our coffee maker is a Chemex Automatic O-T-T-O. I don't know why they spelled it that way, but they did. Tyler Haley, Haley gave it to me for my birthday one year. They did. And it was a very nice gift. Very, it was not a cheap coffee sweet. maker. We've had this for I, like eight years. We, yeah. Well, that was at our old house. Yeah. Not eight. We've been married eight. I would have been 16. Shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> and it's been at least four. Yeah. Anyways. Chemex automatic pour over. And it. I, I'm actually... It, with every passing month at this point, I'm like, wow, this thing's still going. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't, we haven't like descaled it. It no. doesn't need like descaling or whatever. It probably does. It we probably just does. haven't. Yeah. But it's, it's amazing. It, it mimics the pour over process or like the Chemex making process mm-hmm. with the shower rain. It's fancy. It's like people who really are into coffee and yeah. don't put, cause we were people who put cream and I put cream in my coffee he did too until we started making it like this the coffee is less bitter it doesn't need the stuff mm-hmm. so single origin okay yeah a guatemalan natural finish. process process that's what it like it's you <laughs> this um, is coffee with Kaylee. okay <clears throat> but i i'm you know what i'm content my... with most things i can do i can do some starbucks i'm not too like if if you're in the coffee culture world like Starbucks is like frowned upon. I don't know if anyone else knows this. I do not care. I enjoy Starbucks. I like my oat milk latte there. Their cold brew is bomb. It Their is. cold brew and an oat milk latte. I have to report. Iced. I have to report back. I did just find boxed cold brew, like boxed wine, and I found a brand that has both decaf and regular because I cannot drink like full send no, cold I'm brew on the right regular now on half calf yeah so i got it i have not tried it yet but it is in my fridge awaiting our trial i put it in there yesterday so i will report back about this because i'm excited it is more expensive than boxed wine which i feel like is inappropriate that is offensive don't you think that's offensive to grapes it is like, and wine producers all but over i don't know i i personally have never picked coffee beans and roasted them and i don't I don't know, but that's true. But if I bought a cold brew at Starbucks every day, this is significantly cheaper. Sure. You know, but it's like 30, even an ad. No, it's not. not. It's like $30, I think for the box, which that's a lot of coffee. Yeah. That's a lot of coffee. Mm -hmm. We did just have the craziest probably month of our lives. Oh, let's start with Europe. Let's catch the people up. We haven't talked to them since like before Christmas. I'm going to pull it up just because. So much has happened. We, oh my gosh, yeah. So we left March 6th. That's Sunday, March 6th. Because we played Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday was London. Saturday was Glasgow. Sunday was Dublin. 
So we had that at the end of the week. So we got there early, flew over on the 6th, and uh, Rimdog's first international flight. First flight over like two hours. Yeah. So we that, was a, that was straight an eight-hour eight. Eight hour flight. He started off not great. He started off he pretty good. He started off okay. Yeah. It, it just took a while. He wasn't, in the beginning, he wasn't like crying, screaming. Yeah. Like he was just like, He was just busy. Yeah. Mah! <laughs> and like people were trying to go to sleep, whatever. So after what? Go ahead. The, well, the people in front of us, I just have to tell the story, came on the flight and look up at me and him and they go, oh, baby, and yeah. sat down. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'm already like you petrified. Son. I've had anxiety for like days being like, oh, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know how he's going to be. <laughs> that's how that's exactly how we feel on a flight. Oh, a baby right. on this flight. We under we get it. We okay? get it. I know. I was like, I should have brought earplugs for everybody. I just didn't get that far. But anyway, he knew that I could hear him. He realized he had said it out loud and not just mm-hmm. in his head. And and he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I get it. <laughs> I'm going to try my best. I don't know, but that didn't help. That did not help the anxiety leading yeah, into it. Yeah. And so he was, just, he was just like squirmy and loud. And I mean, it was like cute loud for us, I guess. And then finally we got him to sleep mm-hmm. and he slept on me for a little bit yeah. after dinner, skipped a lot of hard parts, but yeah. he had like two poopy diapers before he even like got down. That so was I, the was, problem. I had to go to the the tiny lavatory <laughs> with my giant self and his giant self. I don't know why I did that. You should have done that. I know. You're, you take up way less cubic <laughs> feet. feet than I do. <laughs> Let's set the scene here for you, though. Like, we had this blow-up air mattress thing that we got in hopes that he would lay down and sleep on it. We had toys everywhere. He's watching Encanto. Because the plane had it, praise God. But Shout I had, out to Delta. I had every tablet charged. I had, we're not like tablet parents, but I was like, this is desperation. Yeah, yeah like there is no other right. way around this. Uh, had the, had Encanto downloaded, had Coco Melon downloaded. I don't even let him watch Coco Melon. That show's so intense and so yeah. crazy. And I was like, you know what? We just might need it. Yeah. And so you're supposed to sleep on the way over there because when you land, it's morning and it helps you adjust mm-hmm. all that. So... Collectively, I think I slept on that flight maybe three 20-minute stretches because I had my hand on him. He was laying on that thing. But the problem, it's a cool contraption. I think it's like fly. I forget what it's called. We'll link it in the show notes. Fly, fly, baby. Fly something. It's cool, but our kid is so tall that his feet could touch the chair in front of him of the guy who said, oh, baby. (laughs) So he kicked a couple times and I was like, Oh no. So like I did not sleep because anytime he went to kick, I like pulled his legs up so that he wouldn't kick the chair in front of him. And then I was nervous. He would like fall off cause he's not strapped in. So a lot of people have asked like, how did you travel with a toddler? And the answer is, I don't think there's any way to make it easy, mm. but on the way home, we did put him in a car seat and that was significantly mm. better than I think I would do the car seat with that bed thing so that toys can't fall on the floor. Yeah. But he was used to a car seat and he sat there and he watched shows. He watched Blippy for the first time and yeah. he was just like entranced. So were you. <laughs> Russ was like, what is this show with excavators? What, what is this show with a guy on my level of energy? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, just kidding. And the flight home was 10 hours. Yeah. We're going against the wind, whatever. I don't know what they yeah. are. So getting over there when we were landing was like, awful yeah he was screaming something happened on the plane and he like it was just 
hurting him. He was just hurting. I know. It was sad. So he had some citrus before we took off. And I forget that that's a thing for him. And It he, hurt his booty. Yeah. And he had a terrible rash. And then we're in we're in London trying to find diaper cream and everything over there is named different. So mm-hmm. like I couldn't even find Neosporin. Like yeah. I was like, I don't I don't know what it was like antiseptic cream and I was like, I think that's the same. It wasn't. It was like creamy and not petroleum mm-hmm. vibes, which I was going for. Petrol vibes. Anyway, so we, we stayed uh, near Kensington Gardens. This is like the first trip that I've been like Oh, I love London. Mm-hmm. Like Same. we always liked it a lot, yeah. but we stayed in the wrong part of town mm-hmm. and it just kind of felt like the Bronx in New York. Like it was nothing like I love the old world side right. to London. Yeah. We stay like in the financial district or something. Yeah. And that's just like New York City. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is like New York, but just with fish and chips everywhere. And <laughs> and it and it's not. It's not. OK, I hope I'm not offending anybody. We also were there long enough. Yeah. We're usually there for like a day. Yeah hit the touristy things and we're like, oh, so cool. But cool, like, yeah. we we like to like nestle into a place. Mm-hmm. We like to add on a family trip on either side of work trips because the flight's already being taken care of for work. That's the most expensive part. Mm-hmm. So then you just have to get like a $200 train to Paris and you're right. like, in what world can Boom. you do that? That's yeah. amazing, let's go. So we like to do that. And we stayed in Paris for like a little while, a couple years ago. And we felt like we like lived there. Like we had our mm-hmm. little coffee shop. We like to be a part of a neighborhood. And so yeah. that's what happened this time. And it was a game changer. We like to feel like locals. Yeah. Even though and we're we did. not. Yeah. But yeah, we found our like our little pub that we love going to yeah. to get fish and chips and Guinness. And there was a little playground close by that we got to got to like. I mean, Rim loved, loved it. it. Like they it, had like an under three section for like little babies like him. He found his little tractor, <laughs> his go-to tractor, beep, beep, <laughs> crushing it. Yeah. If anyone's going to London with children, the Princess Diana Memorial mm-hmm. Playground is incredible. Fully fenced in. I so wish Nashville had one of these. There's a security guard. There's like, you can order chicken tenders. It's mm. so cute. But you can't get into the park if you don't have a kid. And you can't get into the park if you don't have a parent with you. Mm-hmm. So there's no creepy people and there's no punks <laughs> running around. And your kid, it like, can't just like run away or someone can't grab them and take them. And that's not normally something I worry about in Nashville, but I didn't know what to expect in London. Like mm-hmm. we're in a major city across the world. So it felt so nice just to like let him run. Obviously you're following him around, but it wasn't as nerve wracking for sure. And he was obsessed. There was all this like music stuff. So if anyone's traveling to London with a kid, it's a must. And that whole park is big central park vibes. We just love walks and outdoors and nature. And I think when we get stuck in like a full city scenario, we really miss, like even when we're in New York, we're like, we're going to central park. Like Mm -hmm. we need some green space. Absolutely. And so being by that was, it was beautiful. Yeah. You could walk to like Notting Hill. Yeah. There's this precious like vintage jewelry store over there mm-hmm. that I've gotten a bunch of award show jewelry at. Mm-hmm. And like, it's so cool. Anyway, we love London. It love was such that. a great trip. It was. And you played the O2. The O2. How the many oxygen arena. How many people fit in there? 20,000. And it was yeah. packed. Yeah, packed. It's so crazy because like to go from the little acoustic stage which I was only facing like the back, back, back. Yeah, that's true. At that time. And I was in the back. Mm-hmm. So to be on the big stage and I, it's so crazy, you know, to like get to this point mm-hmm. for my whole career. I was like, oh, you know, we watched Little Big Town play the big. We watched 
you know, a bunch of people play and we're like, oh man, like one Someday, day. Yeah. And then we come out of COVID and it's like, bam. <laughs> that welcome. day is today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, I think one of my sweetest memories of this whole trip, everyone's like, how was it? You know? And I was like, it was amazing. You crushed it. Like it always blows my mind that they know your songs in other yeah. places and they're all singing Blue Tacoma and they're all singing Love You like I used to. And Home Sweet. They were obsessed with Home Sweet yeah. over there. One of the sweetest memories and experiences of this trip is like we got to be close with Miranda and mm-hmm. we've we had never met before this which is astonishing to yeah. me but she was so kind to us in mm. the airport on the way there I saw them walk in and I had come out of the bathroom and I was like oh mental note like I should tell Russell let's go Miranda's say, here yeah she's right there <laughs> like let's go say hey yeah and next thing I know I look up and she and Brendan her husband are walking up to us mm-hmm. And she was like, hey, I can't believe we've never met. I just want to introduce myself. I'm excited we're doing shows. And that just like was astonishing to me. Mm -hmm. Like that's not normal. Right. Of like the A, A, A listers, Mm -hmm. you know. Coming up to an F lister. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's like. Yeah. No. That was a joke. (laughs) Wow. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't fully pay attention to that. I'm at least E minus. <laughs> You're not an F-lister. I'm just kidding. Every experience we've had with A-listers has been that kind, but mm-hmm. it always blows my mind. Yeah. When it happens, I'm like, and I don't know if that's true outside of country, but in country it's true. Like, same thing. Keith came up to you, you know, and just was so nice. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we just hung out and you were the one. I would like to give you credit publicly. So we meet on Sunday. That night, the ACMs are on in Vegas. So mm-hmm. the people playing C to C were not at the ACMs yeah. because that, I don't know what happened with Which is the scheduling. Is like Luke Combs, Luke, Miranda, Miranda me. Yeah, lots of people. Uh, yeah. We land in London to find out she won freaking Entertainer of Entertainer. The Year. Which is the award. Like if yeah. y'all don't know this, like at the award, you have to, it's the last award they give out. It is the one everyone loses their minds over. Yeah. Like it is the career goal. It takes forever to get there, to get it. And, so we were like, oh my gosh. And like all the years for her not to be there. Mm-hmm. She's been doing it for. She said 17. 17 years. It was the she's first time she She's been going to missed. the awards. Yeah. Yeah. And the first one she missed. <laughs> and you, you were the one. This is what I would like yeah. to publicly say. Come on. You were the one. You're like, we should do something special for her. Yeah. Everyone would assume I thought of that. Like that's a wife thoughtful mm-hmm. thing to do or like management, not the dude artist being like, yeah, let's get her champagne and balloons, right. yeah. you know? Well, I was just like, she's in a foreign country. She didn't get to go up on stage after 17 years of being there and like get this perfect thing she had in her mind. It didn't look like that. Yeah. And so I just wanted to make it as special as possible. Cause I was like, if I was in her shoes, yeah, I'd feel not yeah. bummed. Yeah. Not at all, but like, it's It'd just It'd be very different. bittersweet. Yeah. It's just, mostly sweet, but you're just like, man, of all yeah, the time. I know. Yeah. To like, get to walk up on stage in front of all your friends and, uh, you know, all your supporters and everything. And they're like in the English countryside. Yeah. Just chilling, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so I, yeah, I wanted to do something special. I, I mean, I hope someone would do that for me. If I just want entertainer. Right. Like I would right. rent out. The O2, the whole thing. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, Invite all of London. But I was like, okay, obviously champagne for celebration. But I was like, why don't we get four of them and get those big letter balloons and get E-O-T-Y 
Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. We tied those balloons to the bottles and we busted in there and we sang happy entertainer of the year to <laughs> you. <laughs> it was a really sweet moment. And that was the first night of the tour, mm-hmm. which just kicked it off in a, for a great few days with them and hanging out pre-show, post-show, talking about life, talking about the industry, talking about songwriting, talking about yeah, she's just a, a everything. genius. I mean, horses. Her songwriting is yeah. Oh my gosh. Maybe I'll get her to come on here. Maybe. Absolutely. They're just wonderful people, mm-hmm. and I love telling people when people are wonderful people. Mm-hmm. She's the real deal. Mother's Day is coming up, and I have the most beautiful gift idea for you. Attention all non-mothers purchasing gifts for the woman you love in your life. Thistle Farms helps female survivors of trafficking, prostitution, and addiction get a second chance at life. And when you buy a Thistle Farms candle or body care product, you help fund their life-changing work. See, Thistle Farms provides meaningful employment for survivors by selling products that are handmade by the women who are in or have graduated from their program. In their program, women receive housing, trauma therapy, education, and personal development, all completely free. I can't even tell you how many women have been transformed back to life at Thistle Farms in their 25 years of providing meaningful employment in a supportive community full of love. So, what better way to love on your mama than by simultaneously lifting up other women? I encourage you to gift the hope of a Thistle Farms candle, lotion, scrub, or gift set this Mother's Day from thistlefarms.org and use the code COFFEEWITHKAYLEE for 15% off. Now back to Russell. So, speaking of Entertainer of the Year, I remember... Like a decade ago, you put EOTY written on, I don't know if it was a guitar strap or a pick or something, because mm-hmm. you'd been bummed about not a lot of people at a show or something, and you were like, you know what? Entertainer of the Year is not won by being able to perform to 10,000 people. It's won by being able to perform to one. Mm-hmm. And... We were putting together pictures and videos for this Road to the Ryman piece that they were doing on you. And so you went through my phone, and I don't even know how you found this picture. It was one of those memory favorite highlight things. Oh, wow. It was... And it came up the day you played the Ryman. Within a couple days, yeah. Yeah. I remember that show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Me too. Let me give you a little background on this show. (laughs) Cheyenne, Wyoming. We had just played Denver. It was amazing. Almost sold it out. Like best night. Yeah, like up until that point. Three thousand, two thousand, three thousand people. Two, yeah. Almost sold out. Probably in Denver. Two, yeah. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Like at that point, two thousand people showing up to a show, like six years ago. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. So we were like high as a kite on life. <laughs> and we get to this show literally the next day. And we're we're loading in, we're getting everything set up. We're like, we're ready for sound check. And the the sound guy walks up and he's like, where's your microphones? And we're like, what? We don't travel with our own sound system. Like, that's what we're doing here. Like, (laughs) where are your microphones, bro? (laughs) That was how that day started. And all of a sudden around like four o'clock, the opening band rolls in. And for some reason, they travel with a full PA, full mics, full cables, full stands. Like we didn't have microphones. We didn't have microphone stands. We didn't have cables. We had nothing. I think they were local. And so I think they were used to playing at this place that didn't have anything. But in the history of you playing shows, this has never Never happened before or after. This is a unique scenario. Yeah. Like, where are your microphones? Where are yours? 
Anyways, <laughs> so that was how that day started. <laughs> and so we're like, all right, but at least, you know, Denver was incredible last night. At least tonight, you know, we'll do, do it all over again. We're only like two and a half hours away. No. <laughs> nope. There, I have the picture. There was one person standing at the stage watching our show. One. One person. And like this huge wide open floor. And like there was like a bar around the parameter and there was probably like 15, 20 people total but like one person was there for this music yeah and it was just it's amazing because like i'm showing all these pictures and it looks like a normal like club show and we're like oh yeah shredding tongues hanging out during your guitar solo hanging out i'm swinging from the rafters upside down like he really did actually do that i think you don't typically do that but i think at that show specifically this was your well if i can reach him i'm i'm swinging (laughs) That just a swinging. That and it almost was kind of like literally no one is here, no one cares. Like you were just like, I'm gonna swing. (laughs) You do a swing, swing, swing from the tangles of my heart, been scratched by a former love. Sure, I was hoping rejects. I was hoping you would do some Sierra. Was that her name? See ya. Oh. No, see ya. I'm gonna swing <laughs> from the Sendelehi. That's great for 9 a.m. Proud of you. <clears throat> As you can there tell, my pop culture references are on point. None. I that said, was I three. Said, no. No, I no said, mine. Oh, yours is amazing. John Anderson. Mine. I said Sierra instead of Sierra. <laughs> exactly. I had John Anderson. I had All American Rejects. You had Sierra. Let's get uh, See ya. One time, yes, yeah. One time we did meet Sierra, and it was amazing. And she remembered Russell. She had a name, crush on me. And she walked away. We met her and Russell together, Wilson. And she was like, "Oh, Russell, my husband's name's Russell." I was like, "Yeah, we know." <laughs> like, oh, really? Oh, cool. Oh, wow! I didn't Who know that. Husband? Who is that? And then as we're leaving, she was like, "It was so nice to meet you." I don't think she said my name because she didn't. No, know. she did not. She did not remember it. And she was like, "Nice to meet you, Russell." And we walked she was like, away. No, she was like, "Bye, Russell." I was like. <laughs> She loves me. She remembered my name. She really loves me. And I turned to him and said, babe, it's also her husband's name. Very easy to remember. Yeah, but no, she knows. (laughs) She she remembered my name. She did. They were also very kind. We're We're here to tell you when people are wonderful. And they're wonderful. Anyway, back to the Ryman. Back to one person. One person at the show. That's why I bring it up. Like, you were doing that. Like, you had written entertainer of the year on your belongings to remind you when there was one person there and you did it. I've watched you do this for a decade. I've literally watched you do the exact same show for actually one person Mm -hmm. and 30,000 people, 20,000 people. That's not, that's not a typical trait. And I'm very proud of you for that. And the Ryman was no freaking different. That night was probably, wouldn't you say like the best night of my life? Well, yeah, you say that about, Every, if I just make DiGiorno and box wine, you're like, this is the best, is the night, best of night of my, of my life. life. <laughs> but I if think every passing day isn't the best day of your life. What, what you have you been doing, doing all day? day? You need to make sure it's that say that. I would say it was of the top five mountaintop moments so far in your career. That yeah. night meant more to me than ACM song of the year nomination. Wow. That's yeah. a big freaking deal. Yeah. Well, it's just like, how do I, all the award shows are like voter panel, mm-hmm. like industry voted, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Yeah. I love that. And thank you for 
yours being nominated for song of the year. Like That's one of my highest accomplishments. Yeah. But this is what I've built, what we've built, what God has built. We have blistered hypothetical hands, <laughs> you know, yeah. from building this whole thing. And this was like the evidence and the proof and the fruition, the harvest, mm-hmm. you know, that we have put so many hours and miles and phone calls and yeah. interviews and shows and everything. Yeah. You know, that was like this Everest moment of what we have created. That and it also felt like an itch being scratched that was itchy for like four years. Mm-hmm. Not really. More like three. Two. One. One. <laughs> no, but like Yeah. Let me see if I can find a better analogy for this. No, that's it. I, I get it. It it was we were close before we were close in 2019. Right. Like we we could probably could have. Yeah. And then 2020, ha ha ha, LOL. Yeah. 2021 was like just for the love of God, yeah. get back on the road and break even. Right. And then now 2022 was like, all right, here we are. All years all night headlining tour. Yeah. It was so long awaited. Yeah. And I almost felt like that night, well, it was really sweet. Annie Downs came up to me. We were in the back before the show and she was like, what do you feel like God's telling you about tonight? And I was like, wow, thank you for like even asking me a question that makes me stop and think for a second. Besides mm-hmm. like, how have you guys been like busy <laughs> or what do you guys have after this? I have no clue. My brain could only process getting to and from London with a toddler and getting to the Ryman. And then from there, I was like, I have no, I don't even know what tomorrow is. I yeah. have no clue. She asked me the most introspective question. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, thank you for encouraging me to pause in the chaos and talk to God for a second. Imagine that. I was just so thankful that she encouraged me to take a beat mm-hmm. and soak in what God was doing, what I was in the midst of. And I was like, what are you saying to me? And immediately I just felt like he was like, you're not going to be the only one who leaves here proud of him tonight. And Mm. I watched it happen and it really went down. Like we went, so we had a party right before and in there you got up to give like a speech to all the industry folks that were there, like Mm -hmm. your label, radio reps, press, people magazine, like all these people that cheer you on and radio folks and all these people who have taken care of you and gotten you to where we are as a team. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, what do you want to say? And I know, did you have anything? Planned? No, no, I didn't I, know this party was happening. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, Oh, this will be interesting. And you were so gracious. Like you thanked everyone for what they have done to help build it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, I'm so proud of this. I'm so proud of what I've done up here. Yeah. And blah, blah. It was like, thank you for every phone call, radio interview, everything you've done, this is all of ours. This isn't Mm -hmm. just mine this night. And like, I'd felt God say that before you did that. And then you did that. Mm -hmm. Well, literally I got up there. I knew the party was happening. I didn't know the presentation was happening. And so my head of my labels talking and talking about all we've done and Mm -hmm. how great everything is. Great. Giving you plaques and awards. Yeah. And And so then he's like, here he is. And I was like, Oh, Oh, and literally <laughs> in my head, I was like, Holy Spirit, go for it. Yeah. Like, you know, because it says the Holy Spirit will give you the words. When but that's a, that's when you're under trial, under your enemies, whatever. But whatever. I believe that applies 
in every situation. Yeah. And then you said that and I was like, oh, wow, you didn't hoard it all for yourself. Like you gave right. them a piece of all of it. Like, I'm so proud of what we've done here. And yeah. Like we're, you know. we're crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You didn't do that. And then I went out in the crowd and found a seat, found a random seat next to my brother that was open and I watched and I could see most of those people Mm -hmm. and like their faces watching you and all of it. Like everything he said was, was true. And your phone was, I think the next day you had 200 something text messages. (laughs) Like it was, (laughs) it was great. It was, yeah, it was overwhelming, (laughs) but it was, everyone was just so proud of you Mm -hmm. and I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Love. You should be very proud of yourself. I am proud of myself Yeah, and everybody just, it's a great moment to just, you know, sit in and you know we did it we accomplished a huge milestone in country music and selling out the Ryman yeah you know because you grew up here and this it's the mother church for those Mm -hmm. of you who don't know about this it's like this is where the Opry started and it then moved to the Grand Ole Opry correct Mm -hmm. yeah started the Ryman yeah and it's called the mother church actually the guy whose Ryman was in his last name he actually led like a revival in Nashville did you know what a man of God what a man of God I know when it comes to fertility traditionally the guidance we're given is just wait and see but we have the tools now to plan and help us track everything in our lives like our wellness finances careers so why is fertility still a wait and see well say hello to modern fertility an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick mail it in with a prepaid label and get your personalized results within 10 days You'll get insight into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, aka how many eggs you have compared to other women your age, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for your next steps. Traditional testing with a doctor can cost over $1,000, but with Modern Fertility, you get the same info at $159, a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash Kaylee, you'll get $20 off of your test. Whether you want to start a family today or one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering Coffee with Kaylee listeners $20 off your test when you go to modernfertility.com slash Kaylee. That means your test will cost $139 instead of hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash Kaylee. Again, that's modernfertility.com slash Kaylee. Now back to the show. Speaking of being a man of God. Hey. Beyond just catching everyone up on what's been going on, because we keep, Hi. We keep getting asked that. I was like, you know what? I feel like Russ should explain. I just get asked a lot, like spiritual leadership and all that kind of a thing. Like if a wife is showing her husband this podcast, or maybe he's listening on his own because what an angel. Um What's your advice as far as like being a dude? Because I will say this publicly also about you is like you love Jesus and are very unashamed about it, obviously in your music, mm-hmm. all of that. But like I'm with you in the privacy of our own home when you'll like play worship songs and like just go in and mm-hmm. like pray and like when no one's watching mm-hmm. and even in church, like there's times it'll hit you and you'll just start to cry, you know, and like you're authentically present and open to God in your life. Mm -hmm. What would you say to your fellow dudes trying to like 
pursue Jesus, you know. My fellow dudes, <laughs> first of all, sodded. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> I mean, I remember in like youth group and growing up in church. I grew up in church. I was there every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, every Wednesday. And I always was afraid of, I don't even know if we've talked about this. I was always afraid of like being intimate with Jesus because it was like this somber, like, and I'm me and I'm like, we're having fun, like youth group. Mm -hmm. Yay. Cool. And like, I was like, this is going to like bring the mood down. (laughs) You know what I mean? And to be and, fair, most youth groups like set a yeah, scene. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, and like. It's very curated. Chill. And so I was like, kind of like shielded. I was like, well, that's going to like, I don't know. Like, I love the up. I love the happy, the joy, the all this stuff, which I think there is a balance of both of those right, in yeah. intimacy with the Lord. Sometimes I get overtaken by just like a worship song and thinking about. Like your goodness is running after it's running after me. And just like little, I don't know. Some, sometimes lines just get me and really it's just kind of just letting yourself be open to like, it's okay to cry first of all Mm -hmm. and be emotional. It's great. Honestly, It, it is an intimate relationship, but it's like, I mean, crying is just like, you're just letting out. It's like, I, this like macho society is like it's all false like that's not masculinity masculinity is being in touch with who you really are like if you're not a crier that's okay but i am (laughs) like i'll cry at a sprint commercial you know (laughs) that's okay like yeah i i cry way more than you do on that kind of stuff it's just being open and real and like raw with God. Cause he knows, he knows if you have a wall up more than you do, maybe you don't even know you do, <laughs> Yeah. but yeah, it just, sometimes it just hits me. And like in, in the second service yesterday, mm-hmm. like worship was like, we have two services and like you hear the sermon once and then you go, you go into worship after hearing that and you're like, yo, Lord, let's go. Yeah. And it was beautiful. I love that. Yeah. That's a great answer, babe. Really? I feel like I just rambled. No, no. I think it is true. And the times I'm more open to crying, et cetera, is definitely in church. But like yesterday, the, there was a guest pastor in. So the pastor just literally said the title of the message. And I looked over at Russ and he had tears in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> just, shout out, Straight Pastor. Up. Shout out, Pastor Earl McClellan. Yes. He was our guest preacher he, he preaches in dallas he has a church there too if you go um, to live in dallas no but i feel like even i feel like even not even like prophetic people in my life but like my team my manager has never said this before but he was like dude it's weird like i feel this wave coming like i feel a huge change coming and i'm like let's go and like i'm always da- i'm always i've been waiting on a, <laughs> a, wave. a big fat wave for 12 years <laughs> you know? yeah seriously i'm like let's go and then grace you know said another thing about she's like well, something's about to happen it's like, a new, like everyone's like there's a new season it's yeah. a new it's a shift yeah and and like you you said it <laughs> you said there's a massive something shift coming. coming yeah he straight up says fresh strength for a new season and it just like hit my heart like a hammer yeah. and I was literally crying. Like he said, all he said was the title of the message <laughs> and I was just like, Goosh. 
It was just like, dang. I also think I started crying more and probably you as soon as Holy Spirit like really rocked our lives. Mm -hmm. It made Holy Spirit made me way more sensitive. Mm -hmm. I just like things like that, like just a title. Right. It's almost like you're the wall towards the spirit of God was dissolved. And there's so much sensitivity in that space Mm -hmm. that you can feel things without no, yeah. and it's a really simple prayer. Just ask Holy Spirit to fill you. Like yeah. it's not a complicated thing, but He'll baptize you. Yeah, and and He will. Like you don't have to get in the water for that one. No, but I do encourage getting in the water if you've never done that. Yeah, it's biblical. It's awesome. I I I'll never forget feeling significantly. I'd been a Christian my whole life, and I got dunked. We both did in Israel. I think we've told this story on here, but that day I was like, oh, I feel different. Mm. And it was just kind of like a marker in the sand of like, oh yeah, my old self is buried and mm-hmm. I am a new person Yeah, and it doesn't mean you don't mess up after that. Cause surely you do. But I remember being like, I always want to be in this place with the Lord feeling like this blank slate and constantly confessing and being like, I just always want to be clean and clear. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are because of yeah. him anyway, sidebar. My buddy sent me a good verse on that yesterday. What'd he say? Colossians one twenty. It's my redneck friend. And <laughs> you have a he, lot of this. Has, but... <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. I have a thousand. But he has five kids. Like, he's great dad, great man. He says, this is Colossians 120. And by the blood of his cross, everything in heaven and earth is brought back to himself, back to its original intent, restored to innocence again. Mm. And he was, he was like, hashtag restored to innocence. And I said, restored to innocence, <laughs> all caps, a million exclamation points. That's every text I send. But it was just like restored to innocence mm. every day. Yeah. Every day we mess up. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting because we're talking about the Jordan now. Didn't see that coming, but that was the sermon. And we we just went through some stuff like career-wise before all this good stuff that was disappointing. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't a win, a full-on win for us. And we were bummed. And I thought about it and I was like, babe, even when they finally crossed into the promised land, they still had to fight battles. But not only that, they still lost some battles. Mm -hmm. And... It doesn't mean like David lost battles, Joshua lost battles. No one has a perfect record. Mm-hmm. And I think God did that on purpose. Cause can you imagine like what, what if the hero? I mean, Jesus had the perfect record and yeah. that's the whole point. But what if all of our heroes had these spotless records? We'd be like, we'd feel so inadequate mm-hmm. and so like it was so unattainable and yeah. it, and it's not. Yeah. Like they messed up and God still was with them and like God messed up and he still pursued that. I mean, they, God didn't mess up. They messed up and God still pursued them. Yeah. And so anyway, we had just been talking about Joshua specifically and it's crazy. And then we sit down in church and he says, fresh strength for a new season today. He's like, this wasn't my normal message, mm-hmm. of course. <laughs> and he was like, but today we're going to talk about Joshua. Yeah. And we both were like, what <laughs> weeping it just says the sermon title yeah it was so great yeah and shout out earl shout out well that sermon first of all rocked us and it's also like i don't know if guys need to hear it's cool to go to church and like yeah to those dating i was looking around the room yesterday and i was like anyone looking for a spouse you your butt better be in church like you better be looking around 
in this church pew, not like get distracted during the service mm-hmm. or anything, but like if you're looking for a life, <laughs> you better be looking around during church like dang, she uh, fine. No. <laughs> no. I'll see some dudes like worshiping God, right? And I will be like, is that guy single? Because I have a friend, yeah. You right. know, and that is you want someone who is so all in on the only thing that can actually satisfy our souls. Come on. You do. Like, Come on. Because if you don't, they're going to be looking for satisfaction in their job, satisfaction here, satisfaction there, and it will never come. In you. And in you, Lord. And Lord knows we're not capable of, no. of being that. And I don't know. I just was so passionate about it yesterday. I was like, singles better be freaking in the church. I actually met someone yesterday. Did I tell you this? Uh-uh. I, I You met a guy? No. Wow. <laughs> no. I'm right here. I was here. at the coffee bar. I was at the coffee bar. And this couple was like, are you Gaily? They're like, we just moved to town and we actually started coming here because I heard it on your podcast. Yes. Isn't that sweet? Coffee with Kaylee, everybody. I was really sweet. How do you like your coffee? With Kaylee. With Kaylee. Anyway, I'm just so thankful for you, the mighty man of God that you are. Thank you. You are. It's a lot easier with Holy Spirit. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's so much. We easier. weren't very good at. We're not good at it now, but we were really not good at it's it. It's religious. It's religious without Holy Spirit. Yeah, I'll say it. I think you're right. And because you're trying exhausting. to do stuff on your own strength. Yeah, but when the power mm-hmm. comes upon you, mm-hmm. it's not your strength. It's not your power anymore. Yeah. Boom. I love it. And well, that's that verse. That's like don't. Yeah. When you, I hate when people overcomplicate. Oh. The Bible. Same. It's so it's just. That's why I don't have those long debates. There's no point. There's no point. Well, you also have the gift of faith and you just take him at his word. You yeah. just believe him. Yeah. And he hasn't given you any reason not to. That's what to. he asked us to do. Yeah. No, but the verse that says uh, he'll do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or imagine. Everyone always leaves it there. Mm-hmm. That's what's on the piece of reclaimed wood. Above the table. Above the, <laughs> above the dining table with gather. Yeah. Yeah. But it goes on to say, according to the power that is at work within you, like mm-hmm. his power, he can do all of those things according to the power you allow him to have in you. The only thing that gives you power is the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's our, that's our advice for today. There it is. Oh, and wow. it's not like you never interact with the Holy Spirit if you don't have your prayer language. You know, like yeah, you, yeah. it's not it's not like that at no. all. It's just Well, Holy Spirit led you to believe that Jesus was real in the first place. Like right. Holy Spirit is the one who points you to Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. So you've already exactly. encountered we, yeah. encounter every day. the Holy Spirit. It's it's just asking him to fill you and be like, yeah. I want you to baptize me, consume me, be full. I mm-hmm. want to be full of you. I have to pray that all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like you get baptized in the spirit because there's references of this in the new Testament when they're like, have you been baptized in water? Have you been baptized in the spirit? Like there are two different things, but they're all in different orders. There's no, and I love that about God. There's no formula. Mm-mm. It is like, just ask God to fill you, get dunked in some water right. and go out and make disciples. Yes. Like that is, that is your call. That yeah. is our commission. But, and this isn't a salvation conversation either. What do you mean? It's not like, it's not like you're not going to heaven. No, no, I, no. I just wanted to clarify. Oh, because yeah. Some people are like, oh, so, so just because I'm not, I'm not going to heaven. <laughs> no. Like you need to chill. <laughs> My dog. Yeah. It no, not- it's just, it's, it is like a tank. 
Like I can feel mm. when I'm full of the spirit and when I am, I am not, mm. I can tell when I am running on empty mm-hmm. and refueling is asking him to fill you. Mm-hmm. And also just like getting back and re- reading your Bible. It, mm-hmm. As simple as just get that Bible app and click on verse of the day. I do that. Most I try days. To, yeah. Click on verse of the day, read the um, whole chapter. Yeah. I love quiet time and I try to, and I remember, uh, Bethel mm-hmm. guy. What's his name? Bill Johnson. Yes. Johnson. Most pastors are scholars and they're up in their study for two and a half hours at a time, you know, digging his He's like, I got about 15 minutes of attention to like <laughs> dig in. You know what I mean? And I'm like, boy, I feel you, you know what I mean? And yeah. I do like, I, you know, read a chapter or two. I usually click on verse of the day and I read that chapter. Yeah. I like it's, that. You click read full chapter. Yeah. Just read that. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah, I just I I'm not a I'm not a like here's your study guide for the year. Yeah, no, you're every not like day, that. no, four but hours you in your are a prayer closet. You are one of the most disciplined quiet timers I know. Even with a kid, you still are pretty good about it. I try to. Yeah, we've been a lot worse because you know what is the verse of the day? Let's find. We out. already hit him with some collage. <laughs> Some Colossians and Galoshes. <laughs> Did Colossians have Galoshes? You are out of control. Verse of the day. Psalm 27.4. The one thing that I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek most mm. is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. A Psalm of David. That was, you know, while we were talking about going to church and stuff. Dwell in the house of the Lord. Get those booties in a pew, guys. Hashtag booties, booties in, in a, a pew. pew. <laughs> That's going to be the hashtag we send out. And I would encourage you when you're looking for churches, look for one. They, they said yesterday, if our God is not dead, why are churches dead? Mm. And we have a God who is alive. So be in a church that's alive. Mm-hmm. And I would echo that. Go around. Check, check some out. Scope them out. But if it doesn't feel alive and it feels religious you don't have to stick around yeah go find you something that you can get planted in anyway we recommend whatever church you feel the spirit of god in wherever you feel fire Mm -hmm. the passion the excitement to worship Mm -hmm. because there's something really powerful about corporate worship Mm -hmm. like i can listen to a podcast and learn a sermon anywhere Mm -hmm. but worshiping collectively Mm -hmm. is I think it's game changing Yeah, and being in a place that you enjoy that. So there's all kinds. There's, there's kinds that use hymnals. There's kinds like ours that have screens Mm -hmm. and they're like hype songs, which obviously you and I love, love, however you encounter God in worship, corporate worship. I say, I think that's one of the best things to look for Mm -hmm. in a church Mm -hmm. that, and obviously sound teaching and such, but for sure, that's our tidbit today. So back to the day in the life. You know, we had an interview. Now he's about to leave and go write a song. About to go write a smash for record three. That's right. And I am going to go hang out with our son. Oh, so jelly. I know. He's so cute. I might take him to Target. (laughs) Help. Someone send her a message. Help her with her Target addiction. I've been doing pretty great lately. He's just such a little extrovert. Like sometimes I feel like he just needs to get out of the house. It yes. doesn't matter what we do. Same. And I can just walk him around and I can push him in a cart. I don't have to carry him. Mm-hmm. That matters. I'm taking him to Waffle House. When? Whenever I can. Okay. Tomorrow. Today for lunch. Today for lunch. 
Maybe tomorrow for breakfast. <gasps> I love Sounds it. so good. I love it. Is Waffle House coffee good? No. Yeah, I figured. It's trash, but you put a couple <laughs> creamers in it. <laughs> Muy bien. <laughs> okay, I lied. There's more to this podcast. We're not done yet. I mean, I didn't lie with what I knew. I thought that episode was over, but more things happened that day. And I was like, you know what? We should probably go update our people. A lot happened in six hours from hitting save on this episode to right now. So let's find out. Let's just find out what Russell D has to tell us. So what has happened in the last eight hours since we uh, hit save episodes? Well, I went down to right and got some great stuff. But at the end of that, I've looked at my phone. I had two missed calls from my manager, which never happens. Mm-hmm. He just calls. They're like, hey, call me back. And I look and I have like two missed calls. I'm like, Either someone's dead or something crazy just happened. So I call him and he was like, uh, bro. Oh no. And he was like, how do the words Nissan stadium sound to you? And I was like, I just started screaming. I was like, no, no. Uh, so yeah, at CMA fest officially got <laughs> Nissan stadium. Unbelievable. Is happening. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, father. God, I just wanted to hop back on here and be like, listen, this is like what we were talking about. Like everyone said there was a wave coming. Everyone was saying a shift is coming. We could feel Mm -hmm. it. And it doesn't mean like being on the other side that it felt easy to -hmm. know something's coming. It can be incredibly frustrating being like, when is it going to happen? And Mm -hmm. if you want to elaborate on that, like every year at CMA Fest, you would tell the crowd. Every single year. I would just just prophesy over myself every year at CMA Fest. I was like, next year, we'll see y'all across the river, which means Nissan Stadium. And I was literally playing for eight people. You know what I mean? Like me and my acoustic guitar. Even back, I played on the Chevy stage in like, what, 2011? Yeah, 10. 10, 11, 12 were like the first days of CMA Fest. So every year for 10 years or more yeah it was like see y'all next year cross the river and uh bam here we are let's just talk about crossing the river real quick what we talked about that's what i was about to say like the fact that the story about joshua is him taking the people across the river into the promised land into this new season that god gave the israelites and not to like make this weird saying that their story is our story but there's a lot of times there's things in the Bible that can give you comfort in your waiting, that you're not alone and that God still will show up for you. And this is just such a tangible example of that because explain how CMA Fest is set up downtown. All the stuff downtown on this side of the river is the booths and you don't have to have a ticket. You can just walk around and go do whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, there's riverfront. I've played that a few times, but crossing the river is like the golden ticket. That's where Luke Bryan is. That's where Carrie Underwood, FGL, Thomas Rhett, Luke Con- like that's obviously the place to play. And for 10 plus years, I was always like, yep, see y'all next year, baby. <laughs> A lot's going to happen between these months, <laughs> between these CMA fests. And uh, not that great stuff didn't happen, but to finally get to that point of CMA inviting me across the river is one of the greatest accomplishments 
you can have in country music. Yeah, it really is. And it is such an honor. Nissan Stadium is on the east side of the river also. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when Joshua crossed, like all these little parallels were just blowing. I'm like, this is mm-hmm. crazy. Like You just were promising us that something was about to shift, that something mm-hmm. was to, about to move. And this is huge career wise great this is like unbelievable you guys especially after two years of no cma fest and three months before cma fest 2020 i was confirmed to play nissan stadium yeah at cma fest and so that was the biggest career crusher you know like everybody's like how was how was quarantine how was go i was like honestly amazing we got to have a baby all this stuff but strictly career speaking like that was one of those oh my gosh, moments that didn't happen. They got taken away. But now, 2022, baby. Giving back to you. CMA Fest, Nissan Stadium. I can't believe it. So I think when this episode comes out, it will be live the day before. Yeah. So you're hearing it here second, folks. (laughs) But I just wanted you to hear how excited we were. And this is such a huge deal. The CMA Foundation is incredible. Mm -hmm. They fund all kinds of music programs across the country. And so all the tickets, like he was saying, when you walk around the grounds, it's free all on the Broadway side of the river and you pay for tickets at the stadium. But all of that money, none of the artists get paid Mm -hmm. to play CMA Fest. It is such a beautiful thing. They all donate their time. Being a part of it is such a huge deal. But CMA Foundation takes all the money raised from the tickets sold at Nissan, the food, beer, everything that they sell goes towards the CMA foundation, which helps music teachers across America in schools. Just like my mom taught. My mom was my fourth grade music teacher. And so to think of her, you know, and the budget that she's given from her school, her to get some crazy, you know, I don't know if it's a crazy amount or not, but to get any extra funding for my mom to be able to buy recorders, you know, buy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if she could, you know what I mean? Like xylophone, whatever she needs to buy and not be worried about pinching pennies to yeah. provide a great music education for these kids is, I mean, that's CMA foundation knows I'm hooked on them. I'm sold yeah. out for life because my mom, my fourth grade music teacher and say less, I'm all in. Right. Just so exciting. Yeah. We're doing it. <laughs> I so can't CMA it. Fest, y'all, we will see you across the river oh, officially. Oh my word. Woo! Wow. Guys, thanks for listening <sighs> to our roller coaster of a life. Yes. <laughs> and yep. I will talk to you next week. Love you guys. <laughs>